and welcome to the Carers Link podcast. I'm Katie and I'm your host today, which for those of you that listen regularly is a slight difference. John is normally the person that's the, the, the person in charge, but John's taking a well-earned break. So today you've got me, but you've also got some very interesting guests to listen to. Um, this is episode 15 and we've decided to go back and do another of our office banter sessions. Uh, this time we are going to be talking about books and the reading that we're doing at the moment. And joining me today, I've got Heather and I've got Fiona. So hello, Heather. Hi, Katie. And hello, Fiona. Hello, Katie. <laughs> right. So the first thing I was going to say is that, you know, there's lots of news reports. And they're all saying that people are reading a lot more during lockdown. And I was wondering how that goes for you, Heather. Are you doing more reading? Massey's more reading, uh, Katie. Um, I'm quite an avid reader at the best of times. And I tend to finish one book in my Kindle and then start another one straight away. But I think I'm probably going through about a book a week uh, at the moment, perhaps even more than that. Uh, it's just it's just a great way to pass the time. And I love the fact that in this nice weather, you can sit out in the garden and read. And every night I go to my bed, that's the only way I can get to sleep is by, by reading my, my Kindle until it falls out of my hands, lands loudly on the floor. Uh, which usually wakes me up again temporarily but uh, yeah so masses been reading masses okay Fiona how about you have you been doing lots of reading I think at the beginning I did um, but I I have a bookshelf at the, in, my, in my spare bedroom so there's a like a cupboard with a big bookshelf and for like 10 years it's had all these books and I'm going to need it I'm going to need it but most of them are very similar. It's like murder detective ones, which I love. I love that. You know, like Rebus, um, Rose, I can't remember her second name. So I've been beasting through that. And now I have uh, come to the end of that. So this has given me a good uh, chance to read, but also clean out my, my shelves. <laughs> I'm the same as, as Heather when it comes to reading at night. I have my Kindle at night and I read and that's my that's what gets me to sleep. But I actually, I tend to be reading two books at a time because at night, there's no point in me reading a book that I'm really involved in because then I would stay awake. It wouldn't do its job of sending me to sleep. So I have rubbish books That's on true. my Kindle. <laughs> so I have really rubbish books, the free ones off, off Kindle that you don't pay for. That's what I have on my Kindle for reading at night. Um, and then I have other books that I read during the day. And the other thing that I do a lot, actually, is I listen to audiobooks a lot. I don't know whether either of you two... Have you ever listened to, to audiobooks? I've never been able to get into the audiobooks, Katie. Um, it's yeah, it's just one of these things. I don't know why, because I do enjoy listening to podcasts. So it's it's nothing to do with, you know, listening rather than reading or anything. It's just my preferences for a book is just very much to read it. I think it's great to have the option of audiobooks, obviously for people that are visually impaired, um, but for other people that just enjoy them. But not for me, it's it's got to be the old reading. I, I listen to them actually when I'm out in the garden. I take my phone out with me when I'm gardening and I have my, my, my the audiobooks going and I, and I listen to them a lot there. So what about Fiona? Do you listen to, to audiobooks at all? Well, when all the Kindles and things like that came out, I tried to get into them, but I'm a bit like, hey, Heather, I need a, a physical book. I don't feel like you're reading unless you do. You don't know when it's going to end, but I'm a member of this uh, book group uh, we're really more a drinking social group but it's a book group it's meant to be <laughs> and obviously now with lockdowns so you get recommended books so there's a girl there who's really into it, the audio thing it's called so we've had, I've had a couple on that but 
my problem is with that because my phone and everything isn't loud enough so I tend to do it when I'm going to bed but just as, as Heather said I start listening to them and then I wake up dribble down the side of my mouth like <laughs> 17 chapters on and I can't find it. trying to get back to where I was is really difficult I do really like them but they just send me straight to sleep honestly it's like I don't think I've ever like thought I'll list this chapter and just finish it just it honestly is like a sleeping tablet for me I do like them but I say I like people to do it when I'm tidying the house or something but I would find that I, I need to sit and concentrate and I've, I've started doing a couple of Kindly like ones or Kobo just because you can't buy them as readily now um, so I've been I've had a couple of them but again I don't like not knowing where you are I like with a book you're like oh I've got a bit to go or I've got whereas um yeah, I, don't, I think the Kindle, yeah, yeah, it's fine for planes, but I don't think it's the same joy as reading. Well, like you do get the percentage at the bottom fees. Oh, do you? you can look and see, yeah, you can see I'm all at 50% through, I'm 74% through. But I know what you mean, it's easier if you lose your place in, a, in an actual book to get back to it. But I mm-hmm. sometimes find that I've got the Kindle Touch and that drives me crazy as well. I was reading in the garden uh, last week, I think it was, and a fly landed in the page and actually turned the page <laughs> And then you've no idea where you've received to whiz back and try to find out where you were. Honestly, and it wasn't even that big a fly. It wasn't a blue bottle or anything. It was just a regular fly when it turned the page. So a warning for Kindle readers, read in a fly-free environment. Yeah, a fly-free zone. Aware of the fly. But, uh, but yeah, you can, so you can chart your, your progress. Yeah. And to and keep me up for Kindles. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of, my garden's very small, so there's only so much you can do. And it's like like you were saying at the beginning, I'm loving having, I've stole my mum's comfy garden chair. And if it's a sunny, even at lunchtime, don't tell Jennifer. I, if I'm taking a bit of a break to get out in the sun, I like sitting out and having a wee, a wee read of uh, out there. You feel like you're in holiday, don't you? Because you never do that over here. You always read when it goes and you come to bed around the house, but I've never read in my garden before. Now it's become my favourite pastime ever. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. So, going back to actually what books you're reading, Heather, what, what are you, what's your book of the moment? Uh, my book of the moment is, well, I'm allowed to have a couple of books of the moment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't just have one. So, there are three books that I've read over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I'm on to a fourth now, and it's very good as well, but I'll leave it to the one side. The <laughs> first one that I absolutely loved was Olive Kittredge. I don't know if either of you have read Olive Kittredge. I thought the name was familiar. It was my sister that recommended it to me. And I thought, how do I know that name? And it was apparently made into a television series, I think. I don't think it was a movie. I think it was a television series. And I think Frances McDormand played the part of Olive Kittredge. So that's where I'd heard it before, but I didn't watch it when it was on. and. It is just the most fabulous book. Olive Kittredge is a lady in her 70s, quite a feisty, one of these kind of feisty dames. And she lives in a a small town in Maine. And the first chapter is about Olive and her husband and their life. But every chapter after that is centred around the people who live in and around the town but Olive makes an appearance in every chapter in some shape or form. And it was just one of these books that I just couldn't put down. And so much so that when I got to the very end of it, 
I went back on to the Kindle storefront and saw that there's a follow-up olive again. So I downloaded that and just went straight into it and just barreled through that as well. So um, I, I, I think it's one of these books that would appeal to absolutely any age group, anybody. It's just a terrific, terrific read. So the two olive cartridges, I couldn't recommend highly enough. And then I was laughing at you saying the rubbish ones, Katie, are the ones you listen to at night, the ones that are free, because I have a reputation of never buying a book that's more than £1.99. If I can get it for 99 pence, that's even better, but I never spend more than one ninety nine in a book. And some of the books I have read on my Kindle at one ninety nine have been absolutely fabulous. And when I finished The Two Olives, I found this book called The Other Half of Augusta Hope. And it was only 99 pence and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So yeah, that's that's some recommendations from me. It's interesting because my daughter's reading the, the other half of Augusta Hope at the moment and I'm hoping to to borrow it once she well, or have it and once she's finished it because it is one that I, I've heard about somewhere I don't know where I've heard about it from but I, it was recommended by someone else as well so what I tend to do when I'm looking for a book because I'm not very good at keeping up to date with book recommendations so when I'm looking through the Kindle store I tend to look for ones that have got five stars and maybe like 657 recommendations or a thousand recommendations or something like that. So that, and there's so many of them that you can get so cheaply. And that was how I got Augusta Hope. I'd never heard of it, but I think about 900 people, 900 odd people had given it five stars. And uh, so I, I thought I'll download that and it was 99 pence. And it was, I, I loved it. Good. Fiona, what about you? What are you reading at the moment? We're just taking notes from Heather's there. Um, <laughs> now, as I, I was saying to you, I, I'm, it's funny that you should say that, Heather. I'm terrible. I think I've bought like six books in my life. I've always begged, borrow and steal. So as I was saying to you, I was working through mine. So the one I'm reading just now is we're all completely beside ourselves. Um, do you know what I was like? I think I've read that before. And I, I um, now just literally last night, oh, I have. It's about a family who were doing adopted an uh, ape the dad's a scientist and he adopted the ape at the same time his daughter was born and brought them up together and then um as halfway through uh, the book so you're made to think it's a sister that's been given away but halfway through the book you find out it's the ape and it's just all about that but um so it's quite interesting when you think it's oh what's happened again because I always read murder books oh what's happened how's the, how's the sister died and the brothers away as well and you find out it's a monkey <laughs> um so that um but still to find out what the impact is I know I've read it before but one that I've recently read and again I was saying it was the book group was Blood Orange um and that was a, a Kindle one um and it was really good it was one of these ones that I love you know it's about a, a couple and it starts off at the beginning that she's having an affair so obviously all your sort of hate is kind of towards her. Not hate, that's not the right word. Well, you're, you're, you think she's the bad character in it. And then as it goes on, you know, it's describing family life. And I love all that stuff, you know, about relationships and um, sort of different things that are happening. And so there's a, I won't tell you what happens if you read it, but um, it's really a really good um, twist. And I was saying to you, I'm part of a group group book group and we always choose terrible terrible books just the first five books we had and I read anything like the back of bottles anything we're just like oh these are awful these are terrible but the last couple we've had were good and the one before that kind of a similar vein was called rumor 
there's a bit of lady who moved back to her old town and um, something's happened and it's about the relationship between her and her mum and again there's a big twist at the end so we've had two really good ones um, yeah so that, that's my ones of the moment the book I'm reading at the moment is by Lionel Shriver it's called Big Brother um, and it's about it's about family relationships as well actually but in particular it's because her, her brother who she's not seen for a, a year or so come, comes and stays with her um, and has put on a huge amount of weight and it's, it's a lot of it's about the attitudes to food and about the attitudes to overweight people and all this. And I, I don't know what happens at the end because I'm not there yet. So I'm fascinated to see how it's going to end. But it is, it's that whole, the family dynamics of stepdaughters and stepsons and husbands that aren't, you know, aren't brother-in-laws and all the rest of it. So it's, it's, it's a really interesting kind of read. But again, I like, and I do, I like the family relationship type books. Well, it's funny because that Lionel Shriver, my favorite, whenever, you know, you get for interviews at work or things like they ask, what's your favorite book? Mine's always that one. We need to talk about Kevin that she did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that might actually be one of the best books I've ever read. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk about Kevin. I, I think that's probably the best book I've ever read. That's it's what just, I always say. That's my favorite one. Yeah. It was incredible. An author to recommend generally then. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Because I read Big Brother, the one you're reading just now, I uh-huh. read it after we need to talk about Kevin because I had enjoyed it so much and I noticed that uh, she had written another one. Um, but I, I was going to say, I won't spoil Big Brother for you, but I can't actually remember how it ended. So, <laughs> you know, right. It's, it's not really one of those stories, I think, that it has a beginning, a middle and an end. It's, it's, I, I can't quite, I can't, haven't worked out in my head yet. You know, you often think, oh, that the end should be this. But I haven't got got to that stage yet with reading it I don't know what I think the end should be so in terms of favorite authors I'm thinking you know have you got a favorite author Heather do you have someone that that you particularly look out for not really no do you know the only person that I, I go to and it's probably more for holiday books because in on holiday I always find I don't want anything that's going to bring my holiday mood down I don't want anything too heavy so while I might enjoy a real crime or drama or something like that at home when I'm on holiday I want. I don't want chiclet because I, I don't enjoy that. But I just want a, a good story. And the person I would always go back to for that is Diane Chamberlain, uh, because again, I've read tons of her books, and there's, she's very much got a style of writing. Um, but I've never. They're just right ripping good yarns. Do you know that way? You just they're just a great story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And uh, I've never read one that I haven't got to the end and thought, I've really enjoyed that. That was really good. So it's not going to tax your brain terribly much, but it's it's not in the chip-lit um, variety. It's, it's just good good reading. What about you, Fiona? Is there a favourite author, someone you go to? You, as a rule, I'd say no, but what I loved when I was younger, I loved John Irving, you know, in the Hotel New Hampshire, and I was obsessed by him, and every book that came out I would get. And I'm actually... Um, there's a, a big hardback in my cupboard that's one of his Twisted Rivers but I loved him I thought his stories were so just so good and so engaging so different you know as you say I look for like you had I kind of read lots of murder ones and I quite like chiclet sometimes but sometimes I don't like too heavy books because it's usually something I do on holiday in my garden or going to bed but he's maybe a little bit more in depth than I usually do but I think I'd recommend to anyone to read lots of John Irving he's the best but the last few years I've just read anything that sort of comes to me really but as, I, as we we're talking about earlier I kind of like ones about families or couples and, and things like that and intrigue and a, a bit of murder always goes well. For me the author and it's it's 
I read her books when my children were teenagers and it's Mallory Blackman and she wrote Noughts and Crosses which is actually I think probably my favorite ever book and it was made into a tv series recently and I haven't dared to watch it because I'm really scared that it won't turn mm-hmm. into as good a, a tv series as it, as it was a, a book but and there's a whole series the Noughts and Crosses series and what I loved about that was that it just made me because she turns black and white around um, and black is is the dominant race and and and, and white are the the second class race and it just it, it really helped me think about the assumptions that I make without meaning to but I just go along and I and I automatically think white or I automatically think black for whatever it might be um, and it's a, it's a love story as well I mean there's definitely a love story in it but that's it was, I was really glad that I had children at that age and my children were of the age when Harry Potter was coming out as well and I read all the Harry Potter books and and William William Nicholson and Philip Pullman all those kind of fantasy type books and I really enjoyed those as well but our time is coming to an end uh, we could go on forever I know that <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> but we do need to finish at some point. So, but as so, I want to, first of all, thank you to, to Heather and thank you to Fiona for, for joining me today. Um, but I wanted to give you a quick um, preview of what's coming up next week in our podcast because this is episode 15 and episode 16 is something very different again. Um, we have invited two of our young carers to become our podcast hosts for the um for the day or for the afternoon and they are going to do a podcast um talking about the the globals make some noise challenges that carers links been involved in we'd hope that christine our fundraising manager will be here this afternoon to to chat with us about books as well because she loves books but she's been really busy this week because uh carers link has been featured on uh, well we were selected as a charity for globals make some noise to to support um, and we were featured on Heart Radio Breakfast Show, um, our charity challenges on Heart Radio Breakfast Show on Tuesday. Um, and we've got one of our carers is going to be on LBC tomorrow. And one of our young carers is going to be on Smooth Radio in the morning and then Hearts Scotland's drive time show in the evening. We're all over the place. So, yeah, so hopefully and one of the, po- the one of the young carers who's going to be on the radio tomorrow is one of the hosts of the podcast. Um, but we're also going to get they're going to so they're going to be your hosts next week. And they're going to chat to themselves. <laughs> they're going to chat to one of the young adult carers who's been kind of the face of, of Carers Link during the campaign. So, Christine, and also we're very pleased that Georgia, who is um, one of the people who works for Global Radio, she's agreed to come on and be interviewed by them as well. So that's a really exciting uh, podcast coming up next week. So listen out for that. So once again, thank you, Heather, and goodbye. Thank you. Bye, Katie. Thank you, Fiona, and goodbye. Thank you. See you later. And goodbye, everybody, and we will be with you next week. <laughs>